happening party people and welcome to another edition of talking during movies you know the shtick pick a movie we use key moments and quotes from the film to drive the conversation however this is a little different because we're going solo and i haven't done this in a while i was uh, talking to my friends and i was like you know what i gotta do a solo i have not done one in a minute and uh let's be honest i need to uh i need to get at it so hey solo time just you and me and a bottle of beer, maybe two bottles of beer. I don't know. I'm not here to judge, but I'm here to have a good time. But before we do that, I want to um, I want to tap in a little bit with you guys and uh, make a request to everyone out there, all the loyal fans, listeners, the community that has created this awesome tribe of this podcast. Hey, you guys, don't forget about the people that really help make this happen, that keep the guests coming back, that uh, that inspire the guests and, and all that jazz and, and number one of that is colorblind design and so you find him on instagram scott on instagram at, at colorblind.design i follow him on uh instagram and of course i tag him in all my posts scott's been instrumental in the success of this podcast i, I cannot celebrate that man and his talents enough his tactical six-pack cooler is legit and you're like well jay i don't drink beer well guess what you need to go find him on etsy you need to go check him out and see all the other stuff that he creates. He is a master welder. He is an artist and a designer, and he sees the world so uniquely different and just creates awesome, awesome projects and content and everything else. The guy is an absolute wizard. And if you're hearing a hum, that's the fridge because I'm doing this in a hotel room and my headphones aren't working. So here we go, folks. You got, I apologize, you gotta, you gotta deal with that. But uh, I guess I could probably just unplug this dumb thing, couldn't I? I mean, that'd probably be the best thing to do. Hold on. Let's do this. Jesus Christ, get out. Goodness. And does it still go? Absolutely. Still humming away because why wouldn't a hotel have a dumb refrigerator and everything else that still hums after it's unplugged? That's welcome. Welcome to my world, folks. This is, uh, this is me traveling and doing the podcast. I love you guys. Thanks for listening. So here we go. The movie, the fun, it's what it's all about. And today... Inspired by at the Harry Artist, the man who does all the cool, dope, face-swapping wizardry. I mean, he's done stuff for me. He's done stuff for uh, for uh, Sam Tripoli. He's done stuff for Brian Callen, the Big and Hungry podcast. I mean, this guy is just a digital wizard. Get at him, at the Harry Artist. If you need some face-swap marketing stuff done, the guy is just awesome. He's legit. He's absolutely amazing. He came to me, and he's like, what are you going to do? And I said, man, i got to do a solo. And he said, you should do Sky Sharks. And I was like, Sky Sharks? Here's the set. Here's how we're setting up Sky Sharks, right? Deep in, in the ice of the Antarctic, 
a team of geologists uncover an old Nazi laboratory. Mm -hmm. It's still intact, where dark experiments have occurred. In order to conquer the world, the Nazis first created modified sharks who were able to fly and whose riders were genetically mutated, undead superhumans, a military task force called Dead Flesh 4, reanimated U.S. soldiers who fell in Vietnam is put together to prevent the world downfall. I mean, this is, folks, this is what we are talking about. So hit play, your four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and ten. There you go. You're with me. You're on the movie. It's rated R, and it's got a 18-plus rating. You can find it on Amazon. You can find it on all the channels. You can rent it on YouTube. You can rent it on Prime, like I said, Google, all the places. And uh, this is a fun one, right? It's it's not terribly long. You got about an hour and a half with me, maybe a little less. So <laughs> it's an easy breezy party, folks. That's what I'm talking about. So one of the things, you know, first of all, this this whole idea of shark movies. We've been inundated with bad shark films, and you got to wonder, like, what is it about sharks that you know? inspires us or, or makes us think differently or, or, or attack the world or who knows, right? I mean, what is it exactly? And, and I don't know, but let's go over some bad shark movies. As we're going through the intro of this shark movie, let me take a sippy of the beer. Mm -hmm. Let's look at over here. Let's look at some of the, the worst or most ridiculous shark movies according to IM, IMBD. And this research was done... Um, by MBD, but then also transferred to me through at the Harry Artist on Instagram. So check them out. Here we go. Number one, the 2013 TV movie Sharknado. And that sounds ridiculous because it is ridiculous. You have Sharknado 2. You have Sharknado 3. Oh, hell no. You have Sharknado 4. The Fourth Awakens. You have Sharknado 5. Global Swarming. Well played. Well played. A little on the nose, but I'm with you. You have the last Sharknado. It's about time. You have sand sharks because sharks just aren't about water anymore. Why would it just be terrifying to be in the water? And, you know, if you think about this, sand really had a missed opportunity. Now, I don't know how old you guys are who are listening, and I'm a gentleman, so I'm not going to ask your age. But we all know that I'm a, I am a product of the early 70s, and uh, it's interesting because you look at sand sharks, and the first thing that comes to my mind is how... When I was a kid growing up watching Gilligan's Island or watching other, other uh, fun little... Um, TV shows. Oh, that's the highway, in case you're hearing. Yeah, don't worry. Well-insulated room, okay? I don't get a lot of sleep anyways. I definitely don't get a lot of sleep when I'm traveling. Hotel rooms just aren't that quiet. <coughs> I apologize. <clears throat> but sand sharks. Getting back to this really quick. We were terrified of sand as a kid growing up because there was a thing called quicksand. All right, And there were movies about quicksand, which is crazy, right? I mean, there were... There were movies about quicksand, and quicksand was kind of this crazy thing. It was just like, oh my goodness, like it could get you at any single time. You just didn't know. I mean, there is literally a movie called Quicksand from 1950, you know, and this is about a nice guy who needs 20 bucks for a hot date with a waitress. He sneaks the sum from his boss, fully intended to pay it back, but later collecting with the buddy owes, and there he finds out, man, he has to go do something and gets caught in quicksand. Quicksand the movie here's a horror movie and uh i just think it's you know it's 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 one of those things it's like man what else is there i mean quicksand it's just it was gonna get you if you were cruising around or you were hanging out or you were doing anything quicksand was gonna get you man 
You're walking through the jungle. There's some, looks like a little patch of soft dirt. It's quicksand. It's going to suck you into the earth and you're dead and you're gone. You got to hold still. If you move, it brings you down faster. It was this crazy thing and we were terrified of it. Now, these people just went a step farther and they said, quicksand, hmm, please, sand sharks. Thank you so much. Then we have sharktopus because what's scarier than a shark and octopus? And if you don't think octopuses are aliens, you are crazy. There is, I mean, they're aliens, man. The fact that they don't build buildings, the fact that they don't, you know, have a stock market, doesn't mean they're less than us. And these dudes are creepy. Octopus are just wild. They are absolutely wild. And it's, you know, and then you add a shark to it, then you got the fear of the shark, you've got the complexity of the octopus, you know, the brains, the tentacles, the, <clears throat> the rebuilding, the mimicking images and colors and textures. I mean, they are alien and alien can be. And you got to think before we overfished the oceans, right? Before that happened, think about this, which is very interesting. They talk about the kraken, the monster in the ocean, right? This, these big, huge monsters. Well, if you don't overfish and you actually let fish grow to big size, it's got a big, big ocean, right? So you got to imagine the ocean was at one time much more populated and things were left to grow and grow bigger and bigger and bigger. <clears throat> kind of like goldfish, right? They're growing bigger and bigger. Well, what happens there? You know, well, you got to think about that, right? It's growing. Then you put some boats in the water and you're like, oh my gosh, what happened over here? Well, let me tell you what happened over here, all right? We, we let things grow, mature, and, and, uh, and, and really take on one another. And what was that? My God, I, there's fucking cars. There's a goddamn fridge that won't shut up. Now there's sirens. Welcome to Southern California and the shit show that this place is. Jesus, man, I tell you, there's nothing worse than lack of <clears throat> deafening sound, humming of everything. My goodness, I, I love you guys for listening. I really do, because this stuff annoys the shit out of me. But yes, yeah, so we got the octopus, now sharktopus, all the scariness. You got sharktopus versus a, a word I cannot pronounce. I'm not going to try to. You got sharktopus versus the... Uh, whale wolf which is interesting i mean you really it's hard to make whales tough though i mean that's such a stretch the shark octopus thing you can kind of get it's fun to say sharktopus whale wolf i get it you're playing on two w's but you've lost me because you're not going to make shark you're not going to make whales tough whales aren't tough whales it's like it's like if you had a you know a killer elephant movie and all the elephant did was just cruise around this this team elephant just murdering people like that would be dumb as shit right and the reason it'd be dumb is because it is dumb because whales are dumb okay it's just dumb it's absolutely dumb to think that whales are out there kicking us no offense not like whales aren't tough not like they don't do amazing things it's just weird to put them in that category of aggressor because they're more like gentle giants who just don't fuck with them right that's like the really nice guy who's a you know ninth degree black belt and then you know he does a front kick or in this case the whale just whips their tail and bada boom you're dead the two-headed shark you know we have a we have a fascination with Siamese twins uh, they have been a staple of the uh, roadside carnival for for many many years uh, they've been a staple on TLC you got the 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 um, you know the the girls the two girls they share one body they have two heads and they're you know marrying two guys I don't know how that works at all you know I think I think there's you know there, there's something different about that I'm not here to judge I'm just here to say it's real and it happens but we, as a society, like we put shows around these people because we uh, we have a, a fascination with it, right? And we just took that fascination and added some extra fear to it. Now, where is you know what 
when they create out that movie Powder, now there's a lot of controversy about Powder and what it means and who directed it, and I understand that. And that's, you know, I'm not here to debate those points. But when they made the movie Powder, right, and they make some other movies, and they're like, oh, these people who do some bad things, and they're albino or bald or they're both, or, you know, they're like, oh, my gosh, you know, I can't believe you're casting this in this light. I can't believe you're taking these bald people, these albino people, and they're always a bad guy. They're always doing something weird or different. You know, they, these people like make this big fit about it. No one's making a big fit about two-headed people or two-headed sharks, right? We're just, we're rolling with it. Like, they don't have a big enough lobby group. Right? We complain about everything else, so how about we uh, figure out a way for us to complain about two-headed people? Can we just not, can we represent two-headed people a little bit better anywhere, anytime? Can we just, is there, is there some way we can, we can represent that? That'd be neat now, wouldn't it? Oh, see, we're looking out the movie. I'm watching the movie too, folks, and they're looking out the window, and it's like, Daddy, I saw a shark in the clouds, and I think that's Andy Dick. I hope so. No, a real shark. Look, he's right there. And it's, it's not Andy Dick. I wish it was. Maybe it is Andy Dick. I don't know. There's angles where he looks like Andy Dick. And I could look up the, the discography and really tell you, but I'm not going to because we all know what I do. I make things up. I see them as I see them. I make the call, usually wrong, and then I come back and fix it. Or I don't because, you know, this is about fun. So this plane is literally getting hunted by, oh, man, I'm, I'm counting like 20, 20 flying sharks. Imagine if you took a, um, how, I, how I would describe these flying sharks is, imagine if you, uh, you took a jet ski, right? But you put it in the sky, okay? And it looked like a shark. That's kind of how it is. And they, the jet ski shoots Nazi, it's shooting like a Nazi thing that just stuck to the plane. It's very interesting, right? So it's got this thing that spins out, like puts a Nazi logo on the plane. And I don't know if uh, that's oh that's so they can cut in, so they take the Nazi logo and then they basically make it into a big square, and just cut around it, and then oh look they're going to seal it right back up. They're just going to get in there and they're just going to take over the plane. Now, you've got to think for a minute here, right? I mean we we obviously we got into the the two-headed shark and everything else, but now we're actually at the oh and they just ran right into the big shark. I mean I'm for sure this plane's going to crash. You really you've got to think like these guys can't be making it too far, can they? This lady's like, sir, can you please be seated, sir, sir? And then, uh, well, here he is. Oh, man, there's a lot of violence in here. There's a lot of slow motion, exploding beer, zombie pilot, Nazi shooting, and just punching and killing people like nobody's business. I mean, ripping off faces, cutting off heads. This is a, you want to talk about a gore film, folks? Like, this is, there is blood spraying. They really... They did not cut any corners when it came to blood being sprayed. Uno momento, cocktail drink time, one second please. Mm-hmm. I like the pastor. He tries to tell the zombie where to go. And the zombie does not respect the cross. All right, so while the, um, while the sky sharks are uh, having fun, let us not forget the fact that in all of this we had, um, we've got other movies, right? So let's just go through these really quick. We've got Dino Shark as well. We've got the three-headed shark attack. Now, has there ever been a three-headed person? I don't know. I don't think so. I think that's a little far. I think that's a little far of a reach, right? But for sure, you know, um, there's been two-headed people. Then there's Mega Shark versus Colossus. Mega Shark versus Mecha Shark. I don't really know the difference there. Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus. You would think Giant Octopus would always win. 
and uh, and they should. They're just smarter. They're more aggressive, and uh, they can adapt better than sharks can. Let's just be honest. Sharks just do not adapt well. Tell you what, man. These Nazi zombie shark pilots, they've really got all the gear. Oh, and one's a lady. They got a lady one in there. Okay, well, what is she going to... She's unzipping her bomber jacket a little bit. She's really, really showing the sexy intel. She goes to flip him off, and instead she has knives for hands, and she's just slitting throats, and she's just killing perverts. Every guy was looking at her, freaking out, and she is... Oh, she just sliced a guy right in half. I mean, this is so aggressive. It's beautifully done. I mean, this is... If you want gore, and you want just blood I mean just to open up right just to get you ready for what's gonna happen let me tell you this movie pulls no punches it's got you going from the jump from the absolute jump so where we leave off mega shark versus giant octopus I'm telling you we got swamp shark because hey why not red water 12 days of terror blue demon shark man that's you know I'm sorry that might be the worst shark man might be the worst Sharkenstein, you would think that could be the worst, but Shark Man, I mean, it's just like, wow, what a horrible thing. Like, you know, I get Jeff Goldblum and the fly. He turns into like a man and a fly at the same time. And you've got the American werewolf in London, and, you know, a guy turns into a werewolf. You've got guys turning into zombies and gals turning into zombies, but Shark Man, come on, I am not interested. Uh, I'd, do, I'd do Sharkenstein, though, 2016 action adventure comedy. I mean, I'm sure it's just a, a, a amalgamation of shark parts put together to make a super shark. You have 90210 Shark Attack. That for sure is a play on, uh, you know what, just attacking um, affluent, snooty 20-year-olds who are living up a trust fund. And they should be eaten by sharks. These are the same people that order shark soup, shark fin soup. And I don't know if you've tried shark fin soup or if you know what that's like. But one, I mean, you know, let's be honest, all right? And that is a very unpopular thing to say. But let's be very candid here, okay? Shark fin soup is delicious. It's just, it is absolutely delicious. If you like things that taste good, and I know you do, right? And I know you do, but if you like things that taste good, let me tell you, shark fin soup's the way to go. Now, Shark Man, Shark Man 1, there's Shark Man 2005, there's Shark Man 2001. It's kind of like a face with a shark. I mean, Sharkenstein, right? 90210 Shark Attack, Land Shark, Raiders of the Lost Shark, Shark Week, uh, Attack at Jurassic Shark Park, Megalodon, Jurassic. You're like, Jason, you keep reading, what, what happened to Shark Fin Soup? We're, I'm getting back to it, right? But you get into dark waters. See, here's the problem. You know, all these movies, there's not one. I, think about the difference here, folks. And we're going to get back to Shark Fin Soup. Don't worry, I'm, I'm making a point here. And it's very long-winded, and it's a, it's a little bit obtuse. But please stay with me here, right? So think about all these movies, right? Let's just, we're going to keep going through real quick. Cruel, Jaws, Japan, Jaws in Japan, Jaws 19, Jaws 3D, Jaws the Revenge. I mean, I'm skipping some of these just because it's like up from the depth, shark zone. There's, I mean, there's 50, you know, ghost shark, toxic shark, but what, what are you seeing here? You know, salt water, right? And the attack of the shark, piranha sharks, because piranhas aren't scary enough. You got to add a shark element to it. What is all of this telling you? Thank you very much for coming on. This is so nice to get this beautiful background noise. Fucking this hotel, I tell you. Nothing can just stay off for a moment in time. It is just the worst. One second, folks. Fixing those problems, that's what I'm doing. I'm a problem solver. That's what I'm talking about. 
So anyways, uh, as the movie's going on, as we're talking, what I wanted to get to is that all of these things, there's not a nice shark here. Now you think about, we did Grizzly, right? Jaws with paws, right? Now the grizzly bear attacks people, and that's, and that's terrifying. But you have balance with bears, right? So you have, you have the violent bears, you have grizzly, you have grizzly too, you have Kodiak, you have all you have movies about bears mauling and killing people. You got the faces of death where the guy's trying to feed the bear. I think the gal's trying to feed the bear. Someone's trying to feed a bear. John and I watched it. It was a fantastic film. But as they're trying to feed the bear, what happens? Well, they don't have enough, and the bear reaches in, swipes the head off, and then just eats the person. But you have balance. You've got that bear, and then you have Yogi Bear. So you have two different styles of bears. There's not a nice shark movie out there. There's just not. You know, there's... I mean, shark tail, he's still a rude ass shark, right? Shark teeth, I mean, there's there's a hundred of these damn things. Well, actually, there's 85, right? Santa Jaws, Shark Kill, House Shark, Shark Lake, The Shark Hunter, you know, The Shark in the Mediterranean, Shark Attack in the Mediterranean, Marina Monster, Shark in Venice, and they're all ominous and menacing, and they're just, they're here to kill you. That's what they're here to do, and nothing else. Well, folks, think about that for a second, right? That's that's. You want to know why shark fin soup tastes so good? Because you're not only having a refreshing bowl. I mean, just the beautiful balance of spice, and and uh, and a touch of sweetness, and, and a bold acidity on the back end. Um, a beautiful uh, crunch on the outside with a with a with a sushi-like fresh softness on the inside. I mean, it is. It is light and delectable, and it dances on your palate. And every time you take a sip of that broth, that that starts with the spice and then finishes with that acidity to clean your palate, to bite into that fin and just mm, have that the skin crunching into that sweet, sweet, soft sushi-esque flesh. All you're thinking is another ominous, one-headed, two-headed, three-headed sharktopus attacking monster is out of the sea. There's no way it can evolve. And, and the fear and the way that these animals have been painted into these pictures, if you want to know how many sharks are killed a year, and this is a crazy, crazy stat, right? It's just, it's, it's a crazy, crazy stat. And, and what is it? It's pretty simple. It just talks about what, how many sharks are killed a year. Now, we're going to play a game called How Many Sharks Are Killed a Year. And you're going to play the game and go, Ban Jay. I don't know, but I'm driving, I'm at my office, and what I want you to do is I just want you to yell that number out, okay? You're just going to yell it out like a big kid. You don't have to worry about a thing, just yell it out, but we, we looked at the numbers, right? Guess how many sharks are killed by humans in the same amount of time? Nearly 100 million, that's 100 million sharks, apex predators, have been killed by people. I mean, are you serious? Sharks versus human. It's, it's, it's not a fair fight. The USA Today did a piece on this. At 100 million deaths against six each year, it's not a fair fight. That's 100 million. Now, I've already told you how good the soup tastes, but we also know why it tastes so good. You know, you know you don't, you don't, you're not having bear paw soup out there, all right? You're just not. And in fact, because of the fears of trichinosis, which a lot of people associate with pork, is actually more conducive to bear meat. You know, you look at this and you're like, my goodness, well, what, what is that, man? Well, I'll tell you what it is. It's very simple. You still have the sweetness of bears. You still have the Coca-Cola talking about these bears and how awesome they are and how beautiful they are and, and, and how, 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 how amazing they are and how, 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 how so sexy and, and they're just, and they're powerful, but they're also nice and sweet. I mean, it's Coca-Cola and it's not Coca-Cola and it's, 
it's everything in between. I mean, it's just bears have it all, and sharks have been dealt one card, right? We really don't have that fun, nice shark. There are shark cartoon characters out there. Yeah, I'm not saying they don't exist, but they're still kind of pricks. They're still just off. So you, you're, you're, not, you're not getting the fulfillment of killing a bear and eating it like you would killing a shark because of all of the negativity surrounding them. And then here's the more ridiculous part. Like we're, we're talking about, you know, these people going to the Antarctic and finding uh, so a Nazi war relic that actually shows how they were using zombies and sharks to, to take over the skies and, and, and really create a, a, a different type of a, a shark force instead of an air force, right, if you will. <laughs> I mean, sky sharks, it's more like shark force. But the crazy part is, is that in all of that, in, in every part of this, you know, you break this down and you're like, man, what the hell? Like they're still, the sharks are still bad, right? The bears aren't. The bears have bad aspects, but they've got good aspects. There's no good aspects to sharks, really. So therefore, it's delicious to eat. And I was going with something else. I just forgot my point. And I could probably rewind back and ask myself or, or go, you know, take 30 seconds back. And you're probably yelling, going, Jason, you were going with a point here. And, and your dumb brain forgot it. And you're absolutely right. I just I absolutely spaced it. This is why, you know, smart guys like Tim Dillon, who do a beautiful solo podcast, have their producer in there, right? That producer keeps them in line, reminds them when they're on a rant, what they just said or what they were going to say or or what's going on. And me, I, for, I forget stuff, right? Because uh, it's just, hey, I got up. You know, this is not an excuse, but just to give you some background, if I sound a little tired or I start talking a little too fast, I apologize. Just want to let you guys know doing some trips, and I, I want to bring this up too, because this is kind of, this is a little personal insight, right? And we're just sitting here, just a couple of people chatting, let me have a sip of beer here real quick. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I, uh, I travel for work sometimes, and I, and I hate, you know, having to leave the, uh, the wife and the kid, I really do. And uh, I was, I get to the hotel, well, actually, I got up at three, got to the airport, huge lines at the airport, you know, uh, no lines at the, at the uh, at, at the old Sky Shark Airport, I can tell you that no lines there. You just, you get on your shark and you fly. Right? It's a really it's an efficient airline. Now, do I like the airline? No. Do I like what the airline stands for? Absolutely not. Do I like shark fin soup? One hundred percent. It's delicious. Okay, it really is good. But you know, I uh, I still I like to fly uh, Southwest or, or or United only because uh, one they don't allow Nazi sharks on there. And uh, two, pretty convenient for me getting where I need to go. But you know, so flight plane takes off at 5:50, and then I gotta fly. Well, then I get in, and you know, there's no time to check in first thing in the morning at you know 8:30 a.m. at the uh, at the hotel. So you go right to the office. Well, I'll get done with a beautiful day at work, and I uh, come in, you know, grab a beer and uh, check into my room, and opening up and unpacking, and I've got this beautiful note from uh, my amazing wife and my daughter. And it quite simply says, there you go, we love you. And this is the thing, man, you know, this is what you kind of put at the pillow right next to you and then you hold on tight to because these are the little tiny things that just mean the most. They really do, you know, when you're, when you're looking at things like this, these are the little tiny things that absolutely positively mean the most. You know, it's just, it's that little bit of effort. It's that little touch point. It's that amazing piece that just lets you know, right, that that they do love you. 
You know, they can call and say it. They can text you and say, oh, you got there safe. Okay, you know, all those things can happen, and they should. But this part right here, this, the you know, this is just that real true effort of the little single piece of paper that says we love you. And then there was a couple little bars in there because they know I don't eat often enough. And uh, I'm like, I've seen pictures of you. You eat plenty. I know. All right, I'm getting older. Metabolism's slowing down. But I don't eat... You know, I try not to eat as much anymore, and uh, I wish I could also curb my diet to things more healthy, uh, especially after my recent injury. But you know what? Until then, uh, you know, you just you got to rock and roll with the things you got to rock and roll with, and uh, that was sweet. So uh, there, there's a little insight in on on me as. You know, they are, um, if you're watching the movie, by the way, and we are, just to give you a timeline here, we're 24 minutes and almost 30 seconds in. In fact, 24 minutes and 30 seconds in, and what you're finding is they have found the hangar, A-13, and the zombies are plugged in, and they've lost the signal, and there is stress because they know if these sky sharks get out, there's going to be a problem. And of course, there's a satellite issue. The one thing that I do love about these movies all these scary movies is that the one realistic thing is that the phone never works when you want it to I mean I'm in a major metropolitan area a major metropolitan area and my phone only works half the time because just you know what we just we have the dog shit infrastructure here in America we just do I mean if we're going to be real honest here you know what the uh, the sky shark zombie people uh, they have a better network and infrastructure they are they are swing they are they are swimming fly swimming back i mean it's, it's quite an interesting unique way that they've got all this set up and the way that the um and this lady by the way she's an ass kicker she is fucking these zombies up dude she is a badass i don't she's got an axe on her back i wish she would get it but instead she's going to choke these dudes out she's a badass i'm proud of her i hope she uh sticks around through the whole movie it's, you know, um, yeah, I hope she sticks around through the whole movie. So let's get back to sharks really quick. So there's a, a, a hundred million sharks. You got bears. They're nice. You've got all these other animals, but for some reason, sharks are really picked on. I mean, Discovery does a whole shark week. I think that's happening actually right now on your television. Go to Discovery Plus, not a sponsor, or somewhere else, maybe Discovery, not a sponsor, and, uh, and, and check them out, right, and, and see what they're doing. See what's, what's a happening party, people. I like that these uh, zombie sharks, they're legit sharks. So that's the fun thing, right? So I don't know how they got it to breathe without the water. Uh-oh, she's going to fight a chick. See, now she's got a lady zombie, and the lady zombie just injected her with God knows what, just, just stabbed her right in the boob with the same thing that she just injected into her shark. And I don't know what that's going to do to her. I'm very excited to find out. This is my first time watching this movie. And so I'm kind of, you know, you know, this is how I do these things, right? And kind of rock and roll. It's, it's, a, it's a free spirit, ideal kind of uh, thing. This is, but, so one, the sharks are flying through the air. They can breathe regular oxygen just like you and I can. So they don't, they're not beholden to the water. And then, oh, she, got, she made it up. I don't know what happened to her. She's got quite a jump. I don't, from the look... I didn't know if she was going to. They got hammerhead sharks, or they got great white sharks. I wonder if they do a tiger shark or a reef shark. You know, like you got to look at these sharks, almost folks, as if uh, let's see here. Ooh, and they've got cloaking capabilities. Very interesting. 
But anyway, we're going to, you got to look at these sharks, um, like the different fighter models, right? So we've got the F-14 Tomcat, we've got the F-16, we've got the F-35, we've got the we've got all the different fighter jets. Well, there you go. The Nazis did the same thing. They got the Hammerhead, they got the Great White, so they've got all the cool stuff, right? They've they've really done these sharks upright, and they and they've expanded the uh, the shark, if you will, um, you know. Uh, what would you call that, I guess? I don't know what you would call it. But I'll tell you what, the worst thing about all of this, good Lord, let me tell you. The worst thing about all of this is that you don't, God, Jesus Christ. Let me tell you, sorry about that, folks. If you're wondering why I sound distracted, it's because this goddamn Wi-Fi keeps dropping. It just, it continually, if, if, if anything goes dark in any way, shape, or form, for some reason, you get disconnected from the Wi-Fi in this fucking hotel. I, I'm not going to name the name of the hotel because I actually like the people of the hotel. And I think that they do an amazing job. But if we're going to be honest, and we are, there's some dog shit here. So I want to go back really quick to the 100 million sharks, right? Being eaten. And we went into probably why, you know. A lot of people want to blame Jaws and the shark mania around Jaws. But the, the, the problem is, is that we're missing a key element here. And now we're back to my point. See, now I remember. I'm, not, I'm trying not to forget. I've got to hold on to it. I've got to Wilson Phillips and hold on for one more day, right? So what is it that's unique about the shark attacks and about us, you know, demonizing sharks is that we're doing it where they live. Now, just think about this. People are like, holy shit, there's a shark in the water. It's like going in to a brewery and being like, holy shit, there's, there's hops and barley in here. No shit. It's, it's the water where the shark lives and we're going to its home and we're like, I can't believe you're home. I can't believe you're still just cruising around, hanging out here. I can't believe this is your spot. Why is this your spot? This is, this is crazy to me. How is this happening? I mean, folks, take a step back and think about that for a hot second. Think about the, when we create the chaos and we go and we are, you know, we're watching a movie like Jaws and, and we're treating them as this bad thing, as this enemy of the state, as this, as this negative force. And yet we're going to their house. I mean, this is very atypical of, of humanity in general. And then it's also just very typical outside of human, of human nature, of also just a, a very American thing, right? Like, think about we, we come to uh, what we call the new world in air quotes, right? We, we've, we found the new world. Here we are in the new, new world. It's not new. People lived here long before us. Long, long before us, people lived here. They just did. Yet because we found it, it's new, right? And we're like, I can't believe these people are here when we discovered this place. We didn't discover it, all right? If you walk over and your neighbor's wallet is sitting on the ground and you pick that neighbor's wallet up and you pull money out, you did not discover that money. You took that money from your neighbor who had already worked on that money, who already had that money, right? And that's what we did to the people who lived here before, is we just took it. This is a very interesting thing. So. Um, there's a lady here, she got stabbed in the chest, she's turning into a zombie. But it's weird, it's affecting her face, the boob she got stabbed in, and her ass. Maybe her asshole, I don't know, but for sure her ass, because she ever bent on all fours in the shower, and her butt was turning black and glowing. I mean, it's, it's quite an impressive feat, and now she's just, you know, curled up. This is like Terminator style, with 
black stuff washing away around her. She's got some tattoos. She's writhing in pain. The acting here is all over the top and extreme. It's and, you know in the cinematography, it's it's this crazy mix of you're kind of bouncing around everywhere. I mean, I'm sure with the sound on, there's a narrator telling you why this is so important, but uh, I'm not a part of that, so I don't care. So outside of the sharks, and one of the things I want to talk about is the types of sharks, because I already noted in uh, when talking about you know sky sharks is that they have different sharks they got different different styles of sharks and you might want to know you know what are the many types of sharks right well let's let's look let's let's just run down the list really quick right you got a whale shark cute you got the basking shark which let me tell you that's the one where the mouth opens up like an oil drum it's terrifying like how was you know i get the great whites attack and they're like predators apex predators just cruising around just eating shit you know, I just saw the ones where they got the mega ones down in Australia, and they're just eating dolphins like nobody's business. There's just, I mean, it's just, it's absolutely crazy. But that one's terrifying. Just go ahead and look up basking shark, all right? Just look up basking shark and get ready to get scared. You have the short, thin mako shark. Mako's very aggressive, uh, very fast. They are the fastest shark species, and they can weigh about 1,220 pounds. The thresher shark has this beautiful, big, long, back tail fin I mean it is like that uh, let's see it would be like the Honda Prelude with the whale fin on the back the oversized whale fin on the back of the $20,000 Honda Prelude right so it's but of course you know the <laughs> the thresher shark is much more balanced and much more beautiful than that you have the bull shark which looks just like that it looks like a bull shark it's got big chompy teeth it's, it's a pain in the ass and uh, it looks mean but you know, it is one of the top three species implicated in unprovoked shark attacks on humans, all right? So it's an asshole, and it looks like an asshole. Let's be honest. It, these, you know, God didn't help these guys out. They don't look pretty. They don't look nice. You can kind of make a bear look cute and pretty, especially a cub. Like, you can look at the cub. You can look at it. Tigers, lions, cheetahs. Guess what? We all try to have them as pets. We're walking them on leashes. People, you know, there's more in Texas than, you know, in the wild. It's absolutely fucking crazy how easy it is to get a tiger. But you're also, you're not seeing someone with a pet shark, right? Like, you're just not seeing them in the water going, oh, have you met my, my pet shark, Bobby? Bobby's my pet shark. He's super awesome. I don't know if you've met Bobby before, but Bobby's pretty legit. I like to swim with him, and he pulls me around, and I grab his fin. And I've known Bobby since Bobby was a tiny little shark when I first bought him from the pet store. We don't go through that. But yet we will with tigers and lions and cheetahs and i mean it's it's amazing that you know what people have pet grizzly bears and brown bears and kodiak bears not polar bears which is interesting at least i haven't seen someone with a pet polar bear not saying it's impossible just saying i haven't seen it all right we also we got the tiger shark which you know hey listen they get to 2,000 pounds and they love to attack people you have the great white shark you have the ocean white tip shark, you got blue sharks, you got the hammerhead shark, you got nurse shark. I feel like um, Forrest Gump when he's going through all the different kinds of shrimp, right? And you got a black reef tip shark, got a sand tip shark, got a lemon shark, got a brown head bamboo shark, you got a mega mouth shark. You have, I mean, it's just, it, it goes on and on and on and on, and you're like, and that's just a couple, folks. That's not all of them. Let's go, let's just go to the top. Who are our deadliest, right? 
our deadliest, our top 10 deadliest sharks. These are the ones you gotta watch out for. And it's also interesting, right? Because watch out for, what I mean by watch out? What do I really mean? I mean, when you go into their house, try to be a little fucking polite. Try to see where they're at. If they're in the kitchen, maybe you're in the living room, right? Just, you know, we, we've taken over their home and then we wonder why they're pissed. We've taken over their area and we wonder why or, or how or what any of it all means, right? Well, what it means is it's their house. We're guests in that ocean. And what have we done to the ocean? We've dumped copious amounts of shit in there. We've poisoned the hell out of it. We've overfished it. We've destroyed coral reefs. No wonder the sharks are fighting back. I'm surprised there aren't more animals in the ocean fighting back. I mean, we have been so disrespectful to the ocean and to planet Earth. Like, when, when you look at sky sharks, what you really need to think about instead of, oh, what a silly show this is, is the fact that, hey, guess what, folks? At some point in time, it's not about the zombies and them flying in the sky and they're a secret planet of Nazis as much as it's about something's going to turn a switch. We can't keep doing this. The Earth is going to push back in some capacity, and so are the animals, and rightfully so. So if you really are a steward of this earth, if you really do love the people, you know, and you, you love the people around you, you take care of it. You show it some respect. And that's the same with jumping in. So the, the most dangerous sharks, sure, hammerhead shark, right? Very dangerous. The black tip shark, the sand tiger shark, the blue shark, the bronze whale shark, the short fin mako, the oceanic white tip, the tiger shark, the bull shark, and of course, the great white shark. As legitimately terrifying as many of these predators are, it's ironically that the sharks that need protecting, that sharks actually need protecting from humans. With many species fast approaching, approaching extinction, even the great white is now protected in many countries, demonstrating that very human compassion that separates us from animals. Now you would think that's true, but the fact is that generally speaking, we're assholes. We're not good people. We're not nice. We don't treat this planet nice. We definitely don't treat sharks nice. And more importantly, and I'm just going to end on this pricky note where I move on to something else. Once again, we go into their house and we're shocked they're there. We're blown away. I can't believe there's a shark in the water. I can. You know why? Because it's a fucking shark in the water. Where it belongs. Where it swims. Where it has its babies. Where it eats. And then we're there. And, we can't, and I can't believe they want to take a bite and just see what we're like. You know, just take a little nip, a little, a little, a little taster, a little dab will do you. One second, I gotta have a little cocky cocktail. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and I'm not drinking uh, my usual stuff because I'm traveling. So just a, a basic beer, bitch, today, and uh, I'm gonna leave it at that. So one of the things I did want to look at, you know, is um, is the fear of sharks. So that's um, geliophobia, and it is an overwhelming fear of sharks and anxiety even though you may be safe on a boat or an aquarium or at a beach you still have this overwhelming fear that a shark can can come and get you you know and it's you know a lot of people they blame the media is most likely the cause for people having a fear of sharks but it's also very interesting because we'll blame the media for a lot of things but we're not going to uh, blame ourselves we're not going to step in to the footprint of why are we blaming the media we're consuming it I'm tired of this blame thing, right? I mean, we, we, we blame the media for things. You know, the media is not telling the truth. Then stop watching. You know how they get away with not telling the truth? Because you watch. And then you propagate, right? And it's just word of mouth. That's all it is. So 
maybe maybe if you don't like it, stop watching it. But don't blame the media. Blame yourself. If you want to blame for the reason why there why there's a depletion of sharks, you want to blame why there's a shark phobia. Stop blaming entertainment, the media, and start blaming yourself. Because guess what? You can go see a movie about something crazy. Like if they did killer koala bears, and koala bears are pricks. They've got chlamydia. They're they, if they're not stoned, they're assholes. That's the koala bear. Well, guess what? Koala bears are complete and utter assholes. Okay, we can all agree on that. They're just, they're horrible. Unless they're stoned. And then you cut them, but you get chlamydia. So really, I mean, they're just a horrible animal. But what do we do? Yeah, we show them a little respect. We, we let them get high on eucalyptus leaves. I mean, it's just, you know, but if we, it, there wouldn't be a koala shortage if they had koala zombies. And in fact, I bet there probably is a, let's do this really quick, all right? Let's all together. Koala, koala zombie movie and I just want to see if they if that even comes up koala zombie movie the well we got super deep that's not that's a Colin zombie movie uh, that's a Russian film that's very interesting super deep Russian film um, killer koala movie maybe what do you think about that huh killer koala let's not do zombie now maybe we're getting a little too genre specific koala bear movie yeah, so here we go. Drop Bears, Attack of the Killer Koalas. So there's a movie. Of, in fact, fucking hell, are you serious? When was that made? I don't know, but we should be watching. Okay, hey, note. Y'all got email. Talking During Movies Podcast at gmail.com. Talking During Movies Podcast at gmail.com. Check it out, A. B. Got to remind me to do Drop Bears, Attack of the Killer Koalas. Uh, also, it came from a monster movie, uh, my boy. Hey, hey, buddy, what is happening, Henry the Host? Put this on your little list of movies. This might have to be the movie we watch, Drop Bears, Killer Koalas. And you're like, Jay, we thought we are talking about Sky Sharks. Well, there's a whole thing to this, right? You try to blame the media for your fear of sharks, but you're not blaming the media for a fear of koalas. You're not blaming the media. I mean, like, Grizzly, Jaws with Paws, Chef Joe Gatto. Right, we're not we're not we're not attacking that, are we? We're not we're not sitting here putting these riots about fears of bears and blaming it on the media. So maybe we need to take some responsibility. Maybe we need to start treating animals like shit. Maybe we need to, you know, have this idea that the concept of blame needs to stop echoing past our own voices and past our own reflection instead have a much more insightful look at, at ourselves and who we are and that we're we're basically kind of, you know, horrible, lazy pieces of shit that uh, like to blame other things so we don't want to take responsibility for what we do. And what we had done? Well, in this case and in this movie, we created flying killer zombie sharks with uh, zombie pilots out to take over the world that are specialties of Hitler. But before there were shark attacks, there were movies about animals. So if we go through, let's go through the creepy catalog because I think this is important and I want you to know and see how long it took for us to get to sharks which means they weren't always bad which you know we knew they were in the water it's not like a mystery the Sarah McLaughlin's not sitting by a coral reef building the mystery about is there a shark out there or not we've always known there's sharks in the water that is just a fact but our fear of sharks is relatively new which is why they try to blame the media versus blaming ourselves but let's go through a little history of some movies with um, animals that, that, that seem like monsters right that that really we've created this, you know, this, the, the, the creature feature, if you will. And it goes all the way back and starts in 1933 with King Kong. Right? This is the great ape. 
And you've got to think, you have to explain in some capacity why chimpanzees and monkeys and gorillas and apes are, one, so much stronger than us. So let's create a horror movie. Now, does that mean that we're terrified of them? No, we still want them as pets. I mean, folks, you got to think, we've talked about this before. People get mauled. They get fucked up. They get killed by their pet monkeys. I mean, there was the dude who had the, uh, you know, brought, he had the monkey, started biting him, took its teeth out, was still a dick, throwing shit and cum and attacking all his neighbors. Takes it to a sanctuary. Visits a year later, drops off some banana pudding pie. You know what? Little sucker doesn't come to go get it, so he's like, oh, he doesn't remember me anymore. I'm going to take my pie and go home. Walks back in the cage to get the pie, and all of them attack him. And they ripped off his jaw, they ripped off his dick, they bit his fingers off. They, they ripped his nose off. I mean, they just, they, they, but once again, they did all this. There was the lady who had her, her, uh, her monkey on like fucking Xanax and wine, dress it up like little Bo Peep, and her best friend comes over who got a haircut. Monkey all doped up and boozed up, didn't recognize her. What the fuck happens? What happened? Oh, it attacked the lady. It ripped her whole, she had to get a face transplant. You know those titties are gone. You know it ripped open her ass cheeks. You know she doesn't have fingers. All, all the horrible things happened. All of the horrible things happened. And in all of the horrible things happening, do people still have pet monkeys? Are we blaming the media? When Monkey Shines came out, right? Was there, was there a portrait? When King Kong came out, was there a run on killing monkeys? No. Now, you can play the game with uh, Faces of Death, back, flashback to that, you know, where they're cracking open a monkey skull and having a warm monkey brain. You can go back to that. But the reality is, and let's be real honest, folks, the reality is, is that we still don't hate monkeys. We have a fascination. We love them and we want them to be our friends, even though they can kill us just as easily as sharks can. But we don't kill them in the numbers. One, they don't have delicious tasting fins. Two, their hands, they, that's gotta be a rough, rough meat, right? It's just gotta, and it's, it's almost, I guess it's kinda like eating yourself a little bit because they kinda look like us. But so we have, um, we have that, you know, 1963, we have the birds. And I'm, I'm obviously, there are some gaps in here, so don't, Get at me, okay? 1966, not an animal, but still something where, once again, they're facing extinction, but that's because of ecologically what's going on, not because we're out killing them. The deadly bees, killer bees, Africanized killer bees, the murder hornets, regular bees, but you know, there, there's not a run on killing bees. There's, not, there's a lack of understanding, but not a run on killing them like sharks, frogs. Now listen, there have been there's been things done, right, with frogs and and, and fried frog uh, frog legs and, and and everything in between, and we can eat up frogs all we want. Ain't no run on frogs, man. There's not a frog shortage anywhere. Frog legs are good. There have been some um, history podcasts on uh, on the implementation of frogs and what that looks like and why why frogs are important and and, and what that means and. Man, frogs, dude. Frogs, if you ever have fried frog legs, man, they're delicious. Tastes a little bit like chicken. You can have multiple different ways, kind of like alligator as well. Really good, but once again, you know, you can have attack of killer frogs, lizards, snakes, frogs, but, but there's not a there's not a voracious appetite to to destroy them like there is with sharks, right? You have the night of the lepus, which is like a bunny, a killer movie. I mean, product of the seventies. You can go into a gas station. Your dad would get a six pack of Budweiser. You would get um, so a bag of Big League Chew, right? The, the, the gum, or you'd get the candy cigarettes where you blew on them, you blew out. All the white, thin sugar would just, 
almost like it was like smoke. Like if you were smoking, you could pretend to smoke. Do that, but you'd walk up to the counter, you'd lay all this stuff down. Maybe you'd get a Coca-Cola, you'd have your little treat, and then what else would you have? Your dad have a six pack, and then you'd look up for 99 cents. You'd get a lucky rabbit's foot. You'd get a little tiny rabbit foot that was a keychain. It was a real rabbit foot, and they would dye it different colors. They don't sell that shit anymore, and they shouldn't, obviously, because three-legged rabbits are really weird. Or maybe, you know, they just murdered rabbits and they just sold their feet and they, the rest they sold as rabbit stew, right? But once again, there's not like rabbits are going extinct. Now, it could be the mating practices of rabbits, you know, fucking like rabbits. I don't know. Maybe that's the thing. I have no idea. But, you know, rabbits are the problem. Now, 1975 Jaws, I mean, this was, you know, obviously it was, was played around something real that happened in the Northeast, but wasn't true. You've got a squirm, which is more worms. We've already talked about grizzly. You've got dogs, really man's best friend. I mean, we've got tons of movies of dogs attacking people, both funny and scary. We have the loss of dogs at the same time. And the, the reality is, man, it's hard pressed to get a good commercially successful movie if you kill a dog in it, right? You've got a couple. You got Turner and Hooch. Hooch died as a hero. You've got Cujo. Cujo was a real prick. You got dogs where some movies die. The rest, man, you got to keep that dog alive, son. It's really hard. I mean, we, we watched one uh, on, it came from a monster movie, and I forget the name of it, but it was like a half robot, half real dog uh, that was um, part of a plan, you know, a, a utopian forward-thinking world. And uh, not forward-thinking world, a utopian-esque society. It wasn't really utopian, more like dystopia. And, um, you know. Henry's probably screaming right now, going, how could you forget a movie of a podcast that you're on? And I'm like, because my brain's broken. And, nah, I don't think that well. You have to fly with Jeff Goldblum. We talked about we can go kill flies all we want, but let's be honest, they're not going extinct as much as we might like them to, although ecologically I don't know what that would do. Right? I mean, you think about these things that are annoying, but what are they holding back? There's 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 some components there, right? You've got to deal with some discomfort to ensure that you you live in this amazing world and, and, and get these things. You know, get the thing. It's a dog, but it's an alien dog. It's still a dog. And guess what? We love dogs, right? We, we, we dedicate resources to dogs that don't have homes. We dedicate resources to cats that don't have homes. You know, um, ticks are just gross. Lake Placid, alligators. We try to kill as many alligators as possible, right? They're a nuisance. Eight-legged freaks, spiders, obviously black sheep we're not running low on sheep folks okay we 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 should trim them up we we use their 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 wool for clothing you know you've, you've got lamb which is delicious you know they, they taste good but when you know we still love them you can still have them as a pet see are you guys seeing these differences here it's like you know, you know i'm beating a drum here but it's pretty it, it's pretty aggressive you got the shallows which is once again about sharks pet cemetery right that was the cat i believe real prick cat and then, you know, look down. You've got Island of the Lost Souls. And we're just going to kind of, some, some hot ones, right, that, that we didn't really get over. Them, you know, the beginning of the end. Um, Orca, Willard, which I did on it came from a monster movie. Uh, you know, and you're like, keep bringing this podcast up. Well, I'm on a lot. Um, you know, Henry's very nice to ha have me on as, as, as a guest. Uh, I like to sponsor the show on Patreon and, and give him a couple bucks. He's, he's a great guy and he works really hard and he has such a different podcast than mine that I really like to support it. So please check him out, right? You got Orca, you got Piranha. Remember Piranha? I mean, but once again, 
Like piranhas are an ugly little fish. Here's the difference though. Guess what? People had pet piranhas. And you just come over to their house like, well, let me show you how I feed this. You throw a bloody piece of meat in the in the in the you know fish tank and ah, they just go after it. And isn't that neat? But that's their little pet friend. Now are they going swimming with the prawn and petting it and trying to hang out with it? No. Right? It's got a brain the size of a pea. It's just gonna try to eat off their finger or whatever it may do. Piranhas are vicious, but they're not going extinct. Once again, it could be the mating habits, could be the breeding habits. I don't exactly know. All I do know is that there's is that there's not a warning. There's not hundreds of types of piranhas out there and they're not all going extinct, right? And we made horrible movies about that. Now how can the media is not, you know, being blamed for us hating piranhas? Because there's not a run on piranha, piranha fin soup. Might be good. I don't know. Might be bad. I have no idea. I've never eaten piranha. If you have piranha, I don't know what piranha tastes. I mean someone's gonna say I like chicken and I'm gonna slap the shit out of them because I don't like that kind of answer. Swamp thing, we brought up Cujo. You got Jack Nicholson in the wolf, right? You got the island of Dr. Moore, you've got Anaconda, snakes, these terrifying, slithery, I mean, at the Hairy Artist, he, he messaged me the other day and he's like, hey Jay, I, I, I wanted to send, I created a video I wanted to send to you. And it was just all these different snake videos coming up and he, he put my face in some of them and I'm terrified of snakes. I freaking hate snakes. Guess what? Snakes are awful. In my humble opinion, I some of y'all might like snakes. I think they're disgusting. I think they're gross. I don't like them in any way, shape, or form. And you know what, what's crazy is that there's not a run on killing anacondas, is there? No. You have a uh, prey about the uh, the big cats and lions attacking everyone in, in 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 South Africa. You have Moby Dick. You've got Contagion. You've got the Meg, which is a shark one. And and folks, there you go. But. What's the difference on all those? Well, I mean, the most different part is, is that we're not getting a run. You're not, you know, I mean, you're not trying to make any of those other things extinct, right? You're not, you're just, you're, you're what are you making extinct? You're just going, we're going after sharks. So they're, they're innately there has to be something else there, right? Whether it's a lack of control or, or insight or emo, I don't know what it is why uh, we have such a disdain for lack of a better term for sharks which which, which we shouldn't have because they are beautiful dem, uh, majestic apex predators that move through the water like silent assassins I mean they, they're ninjas you know you, you see you ever watch shark week you see these people they're hanging out in the water and man dun 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 it's, you know they got low visibility and it's murky and it's choppy water up top and it's dark blue and then all of a sudden boom shark and they move so fast and so effortless and they just you know one bite and you're done right I mean just razor sharp teeth you know what here's a weird fun fact for you and go ahead and Google this right yeah I know get your phone out open up the Google and here's one interesting thing you're gonna find out bite per square inch bite per square inch quite easily hands down fun fact the human jaw has a stronger bite per square inch than a great white that's right go ahead look it up I'll give you a minute I will let you search that out and while you're doing that I want you to think about that big plate of crow you're eating right now and how you're eating it raw no sauce no salt no pepper uh, the wings haven't been plunked it hasn't even been cleaned but it got hit by a car 
so its stomach burst open on the inside. It's a it's lower intestine squeezed out the the uh, the acidity and the, the the stomach acid and just you know just destroyed everything on the inside. It just made the meat rancid. The maggots are in the inside trying to eat it up, getting dissolved by the stomach acid that's pouring out of this digestive tract. Shit is oozing out of its ass. Uh, there's 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 white brain matter coming out of its eyes. Yum yum yum. Eat it up because. I dropped you a little fact. You Googled it, just like I told you to, and you still thought I was I was feeding you a line of shit. And guess what? I wasn't. Because I have no desire to feed you a line of shit. I mean, I like to sometimes, but generally speaking, you know, not, not at this moment. Not at this moment. And what did we get here, right? So you're going, Jay, how does all this wrap back to the movie? I mean, you've been talking for an hour. This movie is, you know, it's, a, it's, a, it's an hour. We've got, what, we've got about 30 minutes left. So how are you going to bring this back? Well, it's interesting. I mean, this movie, it's, it's funny because it's tying in all the new technology. And if, if you've ever watched the History Channel, you know, one of the fun mysteries of the world is, you know, we're, we're always trying to dissect what did we miss with, with Hitler, right? When we're, when we're thinking about, if you watch Hunting Hitler or you watch, you know, Hitler and the Nazis, it, it, listen, just open up the History Channel or open up a Discovery, any of the Discovery Network channels, and just search Hitler and you're going to get plenty. But a lot of it is also on, like, you know, like uh, his, his secret bunkers and what was he trying to develop and, you know, why was there, um, when we destroyed the Third Reich, you know, why was there a bidding party, like like a lottery pick for, for all the scientists, like who was going to get the best scientists and and why were they given a free ride uh, for the for the horrific war crimes that what that, that, that they did, you know, and, and you've, got, you've got to look at all of that and you, you look at this movie and it's, it, it plays to those paranoias. Right, it really plays those paranoias of, of the secrets that they had, that, and and it plays to this ongoing paranoia about you know who, who was Hitler? How powerful really were the Nazis? You know, and and I would like to think that as as much as you know people talk about them, how much more of it was hype, how much more of it was was marketing, how much more of it was was instead just something else, right? But he. You know, um, initially, you know, just it's 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 such a it's you don't know, right? And they put up a very good fight, but when it comes to their technology and the way that, you know, they they were they were so close to having certain bombs or certain missiles created, right? Uh, the fact that you know, hunting Hitler, they're, they're trying to figure out did Hitler make it out of Germany? There's all these mysteries around Hitler, and if you're going to bring those mysteries around Hitler, you might as well intensify them. You might as well magnify them. You might as well make them bigger, scarier, and then and then add an element of uh, of comedy and and of uh, 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 overzealous, you know, uh, uh, excitement. And something like Sky Sharks absolutely does that, right? I mean, it takes this this mystery of of what was Hitler and what was he working on and I mean, and there are, there are shows dedicated to Hitler's, you know, fascination with aliens, his fascination with the occult, you know, his, his fascination uh, with, with, um, with, with memorabilia from, from, from biblical ages. I like that there's a guy reading Fifty Shades of Shark, like instead of Fifty Shades of Grey. Little on the nose, oh, this guy's making out with his chicken. His sweat rings make mine look like I've never had sweat rings. I mean, I sweat, folks. I have a, a person. God uh, blessed me 
with what I'd like to call an advanced cooling system, right? So um, my armpits can really, I mean, they can really let some water go. I'm talking like, this is why as a kid I couldn't wear, and you guys might not know this, you Google this as well, it's called hypercolor. So hypercolor was a concept, a shirt where if you got hot in certain areas, you like put your hand on your chest, right? And that, that body heat against that hand would, uh, would create a different color. So you could have a green shirt and your friend could come and put his hand on your back and the hand would be yellow. So you'd have a yellow handprint for a moment in time. And then as you know, you cooled or the cloth cooled, it would change. Well, as a person who runs hot and uh, expresses their heat mainly through uh, their, their armpits, uh, to cool off through through aggressive aggressive perspiration What do I get? Oh, that's right. I get something super awesome. I Just get you know if I'm wearing a green shirt and the hyper color changes purple I'm basically just rocking purple armpits all day long. I mean, I'm doing this in the fifth grade, dude I'm I'm pitting out shirts in the fifth grade. I don't have hair on my balls but I can pit out a light blue shirt in the fifth grade like a man who just ran a hundred mile marathon, all right? I mean, Cam Haynes, as much as that man runs, doesn't sweat as much as I do sitting at my desk doing nothing. I have, uh, some people call it hyperhidrosis. I think that is a shitty way to try to thank the good Lord above for giving you an advanced cooling system. And that's all it is. It's just, it's an advanced cooling system and it works well. And there's not a deodorant or any perspirant out there to stop it. Aired extra, extra dry makes me extra, extra wet. All right, you know, they got that song, WAP. Is there one for uh, sweaty armpit guys? I'd like that song. I'm, I mean, probably have to be country, maybe polka. Actually, probably do best as polka, if you think about it, right? I mean, if we're really going to do this and, and do it well, let's, uh, let's do the polka. Because the polka is the way to go. And that's, that's really going to be the answer. Now, obviously the question here, as we get back to the movie, is, is how do you stop it? And... I think it's also very interesting the uh, the get up here. One of the things I haven't talked about in this film is is the way the people look. Some of them look normal, uh, some of them don't. Let's be honest, they don't. Uh, they've got some disfigured faces. They've uh, there's there's some there's some weird characters in this film. The special effects they went all out. Brought to you by Volvo. I see a nice Volvo uh, sport wagon. Good for them. Way to get involved, Volvo. Way to get up in there. And then you've got the team, and they're going to take down the Sky Sharks. Now, one thing I would think you would want to do if you wanted to get the Sky Sharks together. Now, I haven't seen this movie, so this may be something they're going to do in a little bit. But let's spitball. It's kind of like when you're having fun with your friends, and you want to guess what's going to happen next. If I know there are sharks in the sky, they're flying around like airplanes. What else do I know about sharks in the sky? Well, I'll tell you what I know. Ooh, they're boarding. <laughs> the New York flight. What else do I know? The one flight that's going up to New York. Sharks. <laughs> sharks smell and they can smell a drop of blood from a mile or two or ten away. They, So you know what you do? First you hold a blood drive. You gotta hold a nice nice blood drive. That's the first thing you gotta do. Then you gotta get one of those planes. You know the planes uh, when there's a fire they go down and they scoop up the water and then they drop the water, and the other planes fly over, and they drop the, the, the red chemical, right? So they got, you got the two different attacks. Well, you want to take the, the one that drops the chemical, but instead of it dropping a fire retardant chemical, what you're actually going to have it drop is blood in the sky. 
in the clouds. Now, this is going to freak some people out, right? You're going to get the uh, the Bible thumpers who are going to say it's the end of the world as we know it. They're going to sing an REM. They're going to be praying to baby Jesus, and they just because the, the sky is is turning red and and it's uh, it's 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 raining blood. Terrible, sure I guess, but here's the idea and the concept, right? What is it? You have it raining blood in one little area, and all the sky sharks come come running. And why do they come running? Super simple, blood. They can't help themselves, and neither can those goofy zombies, right? So they can't help themselves. The zombies can't help themselves. You get them all in one little area, and then you circle them, and you start shooting. You start shooting. Now, it's not as smart, but it is very interesting, right? So you have uh, another thing going, ooh, guess what? The plane just took off. The sky shark heard it, and they're coming out for blood. It's very interesting. It's quite fascinating. But now I'm just now I'm really caught up on how they're going to catch the sky sharks. Let me take a drink here really quick. You know, um, I'm curious how they're going to catch them. I have some ideas. Uh, I think there's some interesting ways. I, I like my first one of making it, you know, uh, rain blood in one small area. The president or the three-star, I think it looks like a four-star general. He is the Candyman. Remember that movie Candyman? Right? You say Candyman in the mirror three times, comes, kills you. Uh, it was a um, Cabrini Greens, Chicago. They're remaking it, but Cabrini Greens, Chicago, um, urban myth. Turned into a movie. Great movie. Great, great movie. Also just a, a lot of fun to watch. But he is he's the um, he's the president or general. See, no one looks normal in this film. Everyone's got a scar or they've got a cut, or they've got a disfigurement. There's not a lot of pretty people uh, in this film. They really didn't go for the top models. Even uh, the stewardesses that are trying to make themselves up, God bless them, no offense, but they're just, there's, there's, everyone's just a hair off in this film, which I also find very interesting, right? Not, this is the most realistic, unrealistic film of all time, just the way that they're displaying people in, in general, which I, which I do find fascinating absolutely fascinating uh, good job good job with the casting good job with the very realistic portrayal of of what's happening in the world and in the skies I just got off a plane I can tell you uh, you know I wasn't um, you know I was surrounded by normal people everyday looking people and this movie does that maybe to an extreme a little bit but they do it but back to uh, catch so what's another way you know you we're gonna get the sky sharks. I mean, you can't just stop flying. I think the other thing you have to do is just maybe put one plane up, like they're doing right now, so the sky sharks come for it. It's called bait, right? It's like fishing. Think of the Air Force casting out a line, all right? And there's a, there's a plane on the ground and it hooks it and it starts reeling it, but it's reeling it fast. And that plane then taken off, there it is, boom, we got it. Here it comes, here comes the plane. And behind it, oh yeah, nothing but the best. I think sweaty guy and his girl, he is really sweaty. They're gonna try to do it in the bathroom. Have you guys ever uh, been part of the uh, Mile High Club? I have not. Not something I've done. Uh, bathrooms are always a little bit small. A, B, um, the airplane bathrooms are gross. They're just disgusting. 
and I'm jumping around here a lot, but I don't have a, a, a third party here that can, uh, you know, direct me and focus in. So they're having sex in the restroom. I have to imagine that uh, that, that can't be comfortable and uh, it's got to be smelly. And I don't know where your hands are going to go. Your hands are touching something and airport bathrooms are disgusting. So back to this now, the fishing analogy, right? So you cast out, it's the lure, right? The plane is the lure and it's coming through the sky and it's shimmery and it's twitching side to side and it's full of people which are full of blood which is full of appetizing bites for sharks. Now the question is, is can you protect the plane full of people while at the same time shooting down the sharks? That's the question. What we're finding out is there's a lot of sharks in the sky. Uh, and they have a cloaking capabilities, as noted earlier. So now these people are in the plane and they're looking around. They're like, are you fucking serious? Now, all of a sudden, is fucking in the bathroom that gross? If you know you're going to die by zombie-piloted sky sharks, is banging in an airport bathroom, is that really the gross thing? I'm just curious. What uh, what do you think, you know, if you're laying it out, like what's worse, right? And I'm going to be real honest. Now it makes sense. Now obviously those people did not know that the sky sharks were coming. And they did not care. They just wanted to get their rocks off because they're dirty, dirty people. But if you're a nice person and you're with your significant other and all of a sudden you see some zombies, okie dokie, come in and attack your plane, what's the first thing you do? I'm just curious, what is it? Because what I do is I grab my wife and I go, can we make love one more time? It's not gonna take that long and we can both experience a horrible, horrible death like everyone else. But prior to that, we will have the freedom and the beauty and the insight to make sweet, sweet marital love over a bowl of shark fin soup on Air China, as we fly home, as we are bait for the often copied, never duplicated, super aggressive sky sharks and their zombie pilots. And I will say the US Air Force is not stepping in to help in any way, shape or form. These sky sharks are doing nothing but flying around and nabbing people and the zombies are doing nothing but going inside. This girl has no lips. Going inside, terrorizing and tearing apart everything under the sun everything under the sun just destroying it all and for what and for what quite simply quite easily it's this right here nothing it's just i mean just nothing man it's just it's just destruction for destruction's sake some people are just out there to destroy and when you're a sky shark oh they're shooting harpoons in it now let's see what's going to happen here that harpoon's going to go all the way through uh-oh. Oh, shoot. Okay. Oh, 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 okie dokie. I bet this is the Great Decapitator. So now they have a line across the front, and yeah, this is the Great Decapitator. Now watch. Hit the brakes, boys. Let's cut the top of this airplane off. You know that's what they're going to do. By the way, uh, they've cut three holes into this airplane, and the, um, the oxygen masks have not. Here we go. Hitting the brakes and decapitation station. People's heads are getting cut right off. Hands, heads... No one decided to duck, which is very interesting. I would have seen this coming and probably ducked, uh, maybe gotten into that um, position in the seat, if you remember, where 
you p- kind of put your um, you, you kind of put your head into your knees like you're kissing your own ass goodbye, right? But not these folks. Oh shoot, they cut that girl right now. The oxygen masks come down. Now they come down. Now mind you, there is still another plane in the sky which has not been attacked by sharks, and that plane is supposed to be monitoring all of this. And I'm very disappointed that they cannot find out what's going on. I mean, they're flipping buttons, they're turning on technology. You would think that the way that the the way that sharks uh, magnetically go after things, right? That their senses that that we would create a technology that could overload their senses, right? Perhaps. Hmm. Hmm. But these zombies aren't messing around, man. They're not messing around, and they shouldn't be. But at the end, you're gonna know. We're all going to know that uh, that we're going to win in some way, right? We're, we all know that. I mean, that's pretty easy. Because we have to. Because we always do. Now, I'm assuming that. Now, what happens if this film ends and it's just hot garbage? What happens if this film ends and at the end all be all, when we all say goodbye to this film, right? Oh, here we go. They're, they're, they've got a technology. See, I like this. They're going to try to do a technology to really fuck with the Sky Sharks. And does it work? Um, maybe? Like, could they do an EMP? Like, I just don't know. All right, well, the whole top of the plane's off, and people are flying out. They're all dead anyways, right? They're just getting sucked out like crazy. This is why you got to, you know, and the sky sharks, is, as the people fly out, the sky sharks are just, they are, they're, they're, they're eating the people out of the sky. It's quite amazing. It's quite amazing. Look at them just go through, man. I'll tell you. How weird would that be? You've got to think. Think about this. For me, I want to take a hard left turn here. I just want you guys to think about sky sharks. It sounds ridiculous, right? It really does. It sounds super, super ridiculous. And and what would that be? And who would it be? And all that shit, right? But now think about this. You are from born and raised in Canada. It's 1750. Oh no, let's not go that early. Let's go. Let's go 1901. You're born in the Canadian bush. Uh, you're up there. And you decide you want to uh, be a world traveler. And the first place you go is Africa. And you see a huge animal that has spots like a cheetah, that has a neck longer than the rest of its body, uh, with little tiny horns, a little tiny head on top, and super long legs. And it eats the leaves off the top of trees. Now, if you just describe that animal, and you come home, and you tell people about it, they are going to call bullshit. Right? And they'll be like, you are crazy. So the only reason a thing like a sky shark is, is far-fetched is because we've never seen anything like it before, right? We know birds of prey that will come after things, but really not us. I mean, I guess there was that super eagle, you know, that swooped up and ate some people up in out of uh, New Zealand and, uh, and uh, the Asia-Pacific area. But generally speaking, right, if we're being honest, you know, it's, 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 it's um, you know, the, the skies have been somewhat safe for us, if you will somewhat safe so it I love the irrational but the fun part of, of, of this because it takes that that fear of the water and puts it to a fear in the sky and you've got to wonder really what are we scared of in the sky and it's it's the same thing we're scared of in the water it's the same thing because the sky leads to space and the space leads to the unknown and the unknown leads to questions and, and then questions lead to to answers that continually have to change as we learn more you know, and these answers do continually change. I mean, let's think about it. We first started, and what did we start with? We started with the idea, 
and the insight and the knowledge, if you will, loosely knowledge, right, that the earth was the center of the universe. That's what we went for. And then we experimented. We learned more. We saw more. And then what did that give us? Oh, man, that gave us something else. And what was that? Well, that magic, my friends, was the fact that we aren't the center of the earth. But that also showed us different universes and issues. There's just there's so much that, that it opened up for us. Now, am I saying we're going to get sky sharks? No, I'm not. Am I saying it's ridiculous? Sure, it's ridiculous. But it's not that ridiculous. It's really, I mean, it's look at the animals. Look at the octopus. We talked about it. That's ridiculous. And it's alive. You know, we create these scary movies and we create these 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 creature these these uh, feature creature features because we want you know we need to remove our brains from the fact that there's real scary shit all around us and it's very real it's very very real and it's odd and it doesn't make sense but it's there and it's aggressive and it's annihilating and it is um, it's it's violating and uh, and it's terrifying. I mean, the real world is 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 a true horror film. We create movies like this, like Sky Sharks, with horror of the most obtuse and surreal angles for and, and mix in sex and nudity and and giggles and and uh, over the top blood and gore because we need to we need an escape from the real real terror that is you know the real world out there and that's and that's not just the animals that's us as people i mean we are the scariest we are the most depraved we are the horrific i mean dan carlin's hardcore history you know take a moment get that podcast and listen to genghis khan listen all about genghis khan that's a monster that's that's a horror film that is a a moment in in time and uh, in artistry, where uh, and it was artistry. It, it was the it was the it was the breakdown of, of understanding Dan Dan being the artist, not not Genghis Khan. The breakdown, of the artistry of, of of how he described his life. You know, and I think it, twelve hours. It's like eight different podcasts. It's twelve hours. It's it's absolutely fascinating. But he's a monster, and he was real. And he killed a shit ton of people. And he did super, super violent acts. There's one that I, I, I remember. And I'll just give you this one glimpse into the darkness that is Genghis Khan. And when you think about that darkness and you're watching this film and the ridiculousness of it, just remember they're creating this ridiculousness of it because they're, they're masking the, the monster that, that was Adolf Hitler. They're masking that. They're, they're hiding that a little bit from him because the real dark truth is, is that that was the monster that was the sky shark that was the real thing to be scared of right but you know in this moment real quick so Genghis Khan uh, gathered up these people from this village and, and built this huge huge dining hall it was like eight feet high and inside were all the people and they were underneath it and then he brought all his men to get on top and start eating at the dining hall well Every time they moved or danced or jumped, the little boards in between would break. So it'd go from eight feet to seven feet, 10 inches, and then just two inches. And they danced and they partied and they ate and they sang. 
and they slowly crushed all the people under the hall through the weight of their dancing and their violence, through the weight of, of their uh, aggressive play. They, uh, they killed all the people. They slowly crushed them to death as their bones, their fat, their muscle and blood oozed out from in between the boards as those men jumped up and down and danced and screamed and, and reveled in the moment of destruction and of, and of aggressive grotesqueness, of, of the dark side of humanity, of, of a mind thinking it could do that. You know, and you see that and then, you know, you, you see the, the horrific acts of what, of what Hitler did to people, you know, uh, to the Jews, to the lies to the German people, the manipulation uh, the, the deceit, the overall destruction in Europe and uh, and uh, and just the, the, the grotesque nature of, 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 of having that mindset and not just moving it forward as an individual, but moving it forward in a warlike fashion, you know, that, that's scary. That's real horror. That's something to be scared of. Sharks in the water are not to be scared of. That's their home. Sky sharks are ridiculous. They're not to be scared of. Nazi sky sharks, that's ridiculous. But that ridiculousness is, is, is couched in an ideal that really shows that, you know, what, what Hitler did wasn't ridiculous. It was repugnant. It was dark. And it, it was the sky shark, right? That violence that you see, I mean, I know we're taking kind of serious tone here, but that violence that you see there, all of that, guess what, folks? That violence was the violence plus right it just was that was the violence and you you get to see this you know laid out with sky sharks is there they're these um nazi zombie pilots and their sky sharks are being so violent well hitler was that violent in real life and that's terrifying and we never want that to happen again but in not wanting that to happen again guess what else we don't want to lose the understanding of, of, of where that came from so we know how to stop it. You know, you never want to forget history. You don't want to repeat it, but you also don't want to forget it or ignore it. Because if you forget or ignore it, then what happens? Then you're left in this quagmire. You're, you're left in this in this middle gap, in this A-gap, if you will, that, that, that has you scratching your head and wondering, right? Well, what, what happened again? Because look at history. Just look at it, all right? It favors the winner and it favors the manipulator. The Bible, I beat on it up. I beat it up all the time because because it is that way, right? I mean, the Bible favors the manipulator. We don't know the true Bible. We don't. We just don't. And the reason we don't is be is because we're relying on the interpretation of the interpretation of interpretation of interpretations that are interpreted by interpreters that have an agenda, that have an ideal, that have a thought process of, of what they think they want to do of where they think they need to go, right? And so, you know, there's just, uh, it's, I'm sorry, I don't mean to get so so deep and philosophical on this, but I just, I want you guys to, to, to realize it and, and understand that, you know, in these things and, and what's going on, these movies are fun and they're interesting at the same time. They're really, um, you know, they're, they're giving a, a, something you don't want to forget. We just don't, we don't, we don't want to leave it. Right, you want to remember the the horrific acts, and you know what you don't want to see is in a hundred years is that someone's looking at sky sharks going, I can't believe Hitler made sharks that flew in the sky and, and took down planes. That's terrifying, right? 
you don't want history manipulated or lost on that. You, you want the true, honest history, and then you want the true, honest rebuttal of, of what happened and, and what we're going to do as people to, uh, to respond and grow from it, you know. And as, I get all, as I'm getting all serious and philosophical, right, there's a zombie ripping out a man's intestines to choke another man out. I mean, this is the, this is the duplicitous nature of, of this podcast, right? This is the yin and the yang. This is the, um, uh, this is the bifurcation. This is, this is the craziness that, that, that is that I'm watching one of the most ridiculous scenes of all time as they're trying to reanimate these um, zombie Vietnam veterans into fighters that can take on the sky sharks. And I'm talking about something serious like that. And it's, and I know it, it and I, I don't mean it to come across as any way disrespectful or, or uninsightful, but more of like we couch things to, uh, to understand them. And sometimes we couch things because we don't want to deal with the reality of what truly happened, the darkness of what happened, the, the horrific nature of, of what happened, right? So, so we create comedy around it. We, we create other things around it to, uh, to not just control the information, but to ensure that we control from ourselves, right, what could or couldn't be. And uh, we can all be better, right? Uh, but I think we need to have both. Personally, I would always like to have both. You've got you've to be able to make fun and poke fun and, and create the ridiculous, right, so that you know what you can, but you also have to show the respect and the insight of, of the true chaos and darkness of, of what happened and 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 never let the two mingle right understand where entertainment is and then also understand uh, where real history is and then and then finally understand the, the the separation of of the church and state and also why the two exist together right because in some capacity they kind of have to now with that said boy oh boy i think we're to our final battle scene folks and the final battle scene, right, you've got the big carrier. I'm telling you, this lady zombie, I don't know who she's supposed to be, but man, oh man, this is going to be some good fighting. And now I've got the gal. She's, um, I'm obviously, you know, first time watching this, I'm a little bit confused about what's going on. It's always interesting watching a movie, especially a movie like this on mute, because you just, you don't really, I mean, obviously you don't hear anything that's being said, but two, you're missing a lot of things. I mean, dialogue obviously provides a lot of context and insight that just pictures cannot um, cannot do. Look at this. There's a mega shark. There's a flying mega shark, and it is huge. Now, obviously, the super big mega shark is, of course, you know, um, it is. Uh, it's awesome, but it's is it real? I'm trying to think. Is this like a megalodon shark that he has captured? And now he's going after all the little sharks? I think so. Taking them out of the sky. We've got our gal here who's a little crazy. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. We got nothing but awesome going on. War skies. You know, it's, it's our fascination with owning the skies, which then you've got to assume means you're going to own not just the skies, but you're going to own space, right? The final frontier. But you've got to first dominate the skies. Now, if you dominate the skies, then do you, does that mean you've already dominated land? I don't know, right? I just, I don't. But I'll tell you this, it's it's fascinating. It is quite fascinating. Ooh, this whole, this one lady, man, who got the uh, stab in the chest. Remember at the very beginning? She got a little stabby stab in the chest. She is ornery as can be, and these sky sharks are bouncing around this plane like nobody's business. 
like nobody's business, man. I mean, this is just terrifying. Absolutely. I mean, not legit terrifying, right? But it's just like you've got to you've got to try to imagine or play a little bit that you're on the plane. I mean, this is this is an absolute escape from reality. One hundred percent escape from reality. Uh oh, zombie lady, she's out of bullets. She's a little confused. All right, let's see what's gonna happen. Uh oh, dude, you cannot. Is she gonna fix her? Could she fix her with the zombie serum? Oh man, this would be dope. If she gets fixed with the zombie serum, here's the question. Zombie serum, if they fix her, could they fix the other zombies off flying the zombie sky sharks? Could they fix them and then in turn go in and then try them for war crimes and then put them in prison? Now see, now we're getting to a place where I can mix a little bit of reality with a little bit of science fiction, with the zombies, with all the fun. I think he's really got a super mega shark. I think he's flying a mega shark, a megalodon, if you will. So the megalodon shark that shoots missiles and bullets and everything else, heat-seeking missiles, it's taking out sky sharks left and right. And at the same time, man, is this lady going to come back? I hope she comes back. I'm really going to get excited. Her eyes turn gold. Her wounds are going away. I kind of <clears throat> need her to um, heal up, if you will. This super shark, I'm surprised it's not doing more damage. It's got all these weapons, and it's still just struggling. And it's like hooked up to this guy's eyes. It's, do you remember Blue Thunder or Airwolf, right? Or uh, Firefox with Clint Eastwood? Let me tell you, all, all great films, all wonderful people, uh, but all of them show like this really unique interface of, of how you see things, right? This this really fun, unique interface of, of how you see things and what's going on, da 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 da. And it's all from the eyesight, right? They got the little lens that comes down over the eye and then you see things through that um, AI engagement. And, ooh, yeah, the girl got healed up. She's all better now. Oh, I hope they kiss. That'd be nice because they're friends. Not lesbian, you weirdos. I'm going to give a little kiss. Thank you for healing me. Maybe a little thank you, a little nice guy, a little something, huh? Oh, look, the guy's kissed. This guy's alive, and he, his buddy gave him a kiss. Oh, the girls can't have a little kiss. Oh, I tell you, they do. They, you know, just the. I just I can't have it anymore, folks. It is just, you know what it does? It drives you crazy. Mer mer, you know it does. Whoop a doop, it drives you crazy, and I can't help myself. Do 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 do. I'll tell you, our homeboy. Our man who flew the shark, who's got the messed up face, he did it. He did it. They've all done it. They beat the Nazis. They beat the sky sharks, but they're still the ship. Here's the thing. They haven't addressed the super ship that came out of the water that was cruising the seas. Does this mean there's going to be a sky sharks too? Or is there going to be like shark Nazi shark sharks where they don't go in the sky, but they take over the water? I mean, you've got to think, if you're a superpower, right? like America is a superpower, we... Uh, profess dominance on land, on water, and sky, right? Could you pick just one? Like, what would you want most? Sky, land, the water, but you think about it, right? Like, you kind of have to have all three because you need land to take off, right? So you need land to take off. Uh, you need um, land to build the boats to drop in the water, so you kind of need to own the land first, right? Now, the land can be attacked by the sky, so but you can also then fly your jets over and you can bomb the uh, you know the airway strips and then the, they can't take off or you can knock out the 
air controls, flight control, and then they can't take off or land. There's lots of problems. So there's lots of options that can happen with it. I don't know. You kind of have to have all three. If you're going to have one, right, like if you're going to pick one that's like your favorite, right, I don't I mean, I guess Army, because Army kind of does all three. They got helicopters. They, you know, they kind of got it all. I don't know. Who knows? Folks, um, this is it. That was it. We didn't address the ship. They did not address the ship once. I'm going to let you know that right now. So I've got to assume there's going to be a Sky Sharks 2, but it's going to be Water Sharks, which, yeah, I think we can see where that's going to go, right? But this is the solo podcast. If this is your first solo podcast, please get at me. Talking during movies podcast at gmail.com at talking during movies. Once again, go check out my friends. Um, and they are my friends. You know, uh, this is not a, an ad read in any way, shape, or form. These are my friends, and I just I want to share what they do because they're they're amazing people and they've impacted my life in a positive way, not only um, personally, but just you know, in, in their graciousness to me. So once again, please, at colorblind.design, I tag him in all the Instagram posts at Talking During Movies. Check out Scott and his team. Look at what he's creating. Look at what he's doing. And um, give him some love. Give him follow. If you have a custom project or idea you want, that's the guy you talk to. He will weld, sculpt, redesign, and, and make your dreams come true and look better than you thought they could. There's a... B, you know, uh, if you guys love the uh, the face swap stuff that's happening out there. Well, that's at the Harry Artist on Instagram at the Harry Artist. The at symbol, the Harry Artist. Check him out. Give him some love. You know, he's he does work for so many more famous people than me, and the fact that he has the kindness to uh, to take time to do something for for this small little podcast is uh, is awe inspiring to say the least. And so with that, folks, I leave you with, ooh, I have one question for you. If you guys wouldn't mind reaching out, and I don't care how you reach out, facebook.com forward slash talking during movies, obviously Instagram at talking during movies, Twitter at talk during movie, or, you know, email talking during movies podcast at gmail.com. All right. So we have, we open up the show with I pooped a big one. We close the show with I did a poop song. I'm wondering, I have a new recording that I just uncovered from my wonderful child, which is the, uh, oh, and look, we're getting a hint to the inside of the boat. There's going to be a two, you sons of bitches, and I can see it. And here comes the camera shooting through. Yep, they're all getting ready. Mm-hmm, we're going to get another one. Don't you worry. But I found in my archives, my daughter saying, I like beer. So instead of I pooped a big one and considering how much beer I do drink on this podcast, would it make more sense to uh, have it opened up with I Like Beer then the theme song created by the great Bobby uh, and then the show and then close out with of course the I Did a Poop song just some thoughts, some things to think about you uh, let those ruminate in your little brains if you will and uh, get at me and let me know but until then here it is folks, your favorite time of the podcast. The bada boom, the bada bing is over and now the sing 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 must begin and it is my daughter singing about the first time she took a shit by herself. Thank you. I love you all very much. Scott, Harry, my brothers from other mothers, I love you guys so much. Thanks for being a part of this podcast. Thanks for being such great supporters of this wild dream of mine. And thank you all for your ears, your attention and everything else. Much love. Peace. I did it.